first emotion, then thought. Hey everyone, Stephanie Costello here, mom of three, wife, animal lover, and entrepreneur. My goal with this podcast is to share healthy intimacy skills. If you feel you are the only one struggling, I promise you are not alone. It's time to take action and make shit happen. Alrighty. Recently, I had a conversation uh, with a trusted, like-minded individual uh, whom I respect deeply. And something I was told was that when I'm talking with someone, uh, teaching them how to work with the engine, essentially teaching them the skill set that I may have, uh, is next to near impossible in a quick, short conversation. You know, I've been doing what I do for a long time. Um, so when it comes to when I talk to people, I'm so passionate about them having the skills that I have, um, that sometimes I overwhelm people because I'm trying to teach them how to work with an engine rather than just press the gas pedal and witness the car moving. Um, I feel like a lot of us in life just kind of witness our cars moving, um, when it comes to our, our social life or you know just life in general we just watch it kind of pass by and my mission is to teach people how to not just watch it pass by and how to be able to take control um, and empower yourself to take control Uh, so today I really would like to point out I am not a salesperson I will never I will do my best to never sell to people um I I hate it. It's uncomfortable. I really genuinely want to help people. However, in order to do what I do, I have to be able to take care of my family. Um, so that is not a selling point. That is more, uh, you know, life and how our life works. I This is a hobby if I'm doing it just to uh, throw the stuff into the world uh, versus being able to do it for work. Um, with that said, today we are going to Um, talk more in depth about how to work with the engine, how to take back that control of your brain. Um, In the show notes, there is a 30-minute free session. Fill out the form, schedule it, and I will give you a call. So the engine that we are working with today is the engine of emotions. And hopefully this is a descriptive way enough for people to understand really the nitty-gritty parts of what I'm talking about. So if you think of an engine, you think of pistons and oils, oil and battery and whatever else goes into uh, how the engine works and how the car moves. We as humans are, you know, we just kind of press the gas and we're like, yeah, the engine works. If we get a light come on, then whatever, we'll fix the light, we'll fix whatever it is. And then we just continue to press the gas, turn the key on, whatever. Um, so that's a very descriptive way of understanding how we kind of watch life pass by. And when it comes to emotions, okay, so emotions, we can choose to just press the gas pedal. If we're really angry, maybe we can jam it down to the floor and beep on the horn. Um, Or we can just move along in control and not letting our emotions, losing control of our emotions. Um, So if you think about your brain and how your brain works when it comes to processing emotions, for the most part, people look outward to understand their emotions. 
um, this pandemic is causing me to feel this fear or you did that and that made me upset. It's important to recognize this style of communication and this thinking process. That is sort of giving the control to somebody else or blaming somebody else for how we're feeling. When emotions is what drives our thought process. Uh, Recently, I did a post on Facebook and I talked about how the version of me people have created in their head is not my responsibility. And once I recognize my own self-worth, my own belief in myself, um, and I believe in that, I I choose not to separate my own um, values and perspectives from myself and take on other people. Most of my life I have spent taking on other people's perspectives and not holding on to my own. Recently, I have learned how to hold on to my own perspective and still learn from other people. Um, And so, for example, friendships. It is sad to admit, but I want to make friends at age 28. (laughs) And it's hard to do that. Um, I'm a mom of three. I have a lot going on like this. People have lots of things going on, stressors, social isolation, all all of the pieces. Um... And so, I have a sort of a list of, of traits, I guess you could say, of things that I would desire in a friendship, things that I feel I add value to people's lives um, and just being who I am. I'm not perfect by any means and I recognize my faults and that's even a trait of mine like, or of one that I desire in a friend. Like, If I'm making a mistake or I'm doing something that I don't quite realize is um, not healthy then I'm going to recognize that. Or if I can't and I want a friend who's going to say, hey, like this is kind of weird. Shouldn't we kind of try to figure this out together? Um, Or point it out and say, work on it, pal. And I'm glad to do that too. Um, My point being, in a friendship, if I meet this person and I'm so excited, head over heels, like this is going to be a great person to bond with and we're going to have such a strong friendship, And then, you know, a few months into it, I'm like, oh, okay, maybe not. Um, And there, this is why, and that is why, and whatever it is. And by no means am I saying I judge every single person. By no means am I saying that um, I'm going to be nitpicky. And anybody who's listening and they're having these reactions or they listen to this and they tell you that that's what it is, that's just because they're not feeling in control of their own emotions. They're trying to tell you that your perspective doesn't matter and what you want doesn't matter. And those are people you do not want in your life. So I've come to the understanding of my own self-worth and who I deserve to have in my life um, and who I deserve to have that will add value in my life. And so when it comes to thoughts and emotions, if you have, if I were to have an emotional response to somebody who I thought was going to be a great resource or a great friendship and they turn out not to be, I could sit there and I could bash them in my mind. I could paint a terrible picture of them if I wanted to. That terrible picture is going to be fueled by my emotions. I feel slighted. I feel whatever else. But my emotions, my bodily state is all subconscious. It's all part of something that you people don't even, when they, when we have an emotional response, it's not something we control. The actual um, ignition of that emotional response is not in our control. How we respond to that emotional response is in our control. 
So you can jam on that gas and be angry and rev that engine. Or you can be like, whoa, okay, this is uncomfortable. Let's figure out what it is and kind of lay off the gas and really try to understand why you're having this emotional response. Once you understand your emotional response and you are able to sort of put this individual in a category, so to speak, and this is speaking from my uh, working in a mental health center days, I did a program with young teens and part of that program was to figure out and identify people in their life that they uh, are that they have so it's if you think of a target um, like a bone arrow target or even a uh, dart dartboard um, there's three circles however not separated like a dartboard but and in the middle it's closest to your heart so for the most part people will have their parents or their children or a best long-term friend um, maybe their siblings whoever else. Um, I did work with some kids who didn't even want to put their parents on the chart, but they had, I had to help them recognize that this person still gives you a roof over your head, still feeds you food, um, and still very much part of your taking care of you. So instead of putting them in the circle, the closest circle, they would put them on the edge of the paper. At least they were on the paper, right? And so that's the middle one, the very center of the target. And then the next circle out, outside from that would be friends you talk to on a day-to-day basis, cousins, um, someone that you feel is close to you that you can trust um, but may not trust with your deep, dark secrets or something. Then the outer circle is maybe professionals you work with in your life, um, someone that you rely on, even like your oil change guy. If you go to the same oil change guy, you have a relationship with him uh, and you've built that over time. So that is a Uh, person who would be in your circle of people that are in your life. And so when you're doing this work and you're meeting new people and you're deciding between what you want in your life in a realistic, healthy way and this person, how they are presenting, is it your job to help them do the work? No. If they're having a reaction to you and they're creating this story in their own head about who you are, Does that mean that you have to try to change that story? Absolutely not. Does it suck? 110%. It sucks when you're painted as this negative, evil, terrible person um, when you do your best not to be. And so if that is someone's perspective of you, that is theirs to own and not yours to adjust. If they want to adjust it, they will. That doesn't mean fall to that level either. That means still be polite, be who you are, bless and release, accept that they're where they are, but they can still be um, people that you can experience different things with, but at their level and maybe not at the level you desire. Um, So a quick, quick example would be a coworker. Uh, you have to work really closely with this person because you're on the same team or you're working on the same project, you don't get along, uh, the person may be close-ended to their communication, 
they may not be respectful with their words towards you, does that mean you tell them to fuck off or tell them, you know, how much they suck or how much their work sucks? No. If you have that perspective and you think those things, you will express those in your messaging. So if you're having, they're not responsible for your thoughts either. So you're responsible for controlling your thoughts and controlling your emotions. If they are causing you to feel a certain, um, not causing you, if they're, if their choices and are making you, are the, if you're feeling disrespected by their choices, um, you have to work on that dis- feeling of disrespect and how you react to that feeling of disrespect. You are in control. You can do the work. Just because you're doing the work doesn't mean other people are going to do the work. And that's okay. You get to be who you get to be. Life will go on. And those who appreciate your talents and skills will come up in your life if you um, ask for abundance from the universe. And I am the (laughs) epitome of this. I don't know if that's the right terminology, um, but I am a good example of how this works. By no means is this path easy, um, but when you do do the work and you get to the other side and you meet those awesome souls that just light up your heart because they're so sweet and they would never think anything negative of you or they would be vocal be like, hey, I'm kind of feeling this way. It's not your fault, but can we work on it? Um, can you be there with me? You know, it's just such a, a wonderful, glorious place to be. So again, overarching topic for today is emotions come first and then thoughts. And we can't necessarily stop our emotions, but we can control and learn to control, learn to control our impulses and our thoughts and our actions when we do feel however we feel in those moments. I hope this was helpful. Uh, if it is confusing, it is, is taking me a lot of time to get to this place and understanding uh, what my true intentions are in this episode, but I just thought it was so valuable and so important to at least say, put this in your thought of just thinking. This is just food for thought right now. And when you're ready to do the work, reach out. Please reach out to me. I'm so willing to just have a conversation, even if it's just a, how can I talk to my coworker tomorrow? I'm having this struggle. Um, I will gladly do that and support you and give you a few tips on how to manage that situation. Um, I appreciate everyone who's listening. I look forward to staying connected and like, comment, share, subscribe. This really helps with getting people the right information and strategies to work through their own stuff. Have a great day.